Hello and welcome back to Nadering About Natural Resources, your one-stop podcast for analysis related to Canadian natural resource sector. I'm your host, Brent Chesco. There have been many important industries and individuals who have been key to the development of our country. One thing that sticks out as one of the original building blocks for the nation we have today is the logging industry. Not only did this build the backbone of the early Canadian economy, it also built some of the most important towns and cities that are still critical today, including Canada's capital. This is what we will be discussing in this episode of Nattering About Natural Resources. The logging industry in the capital region all began in the late 1790s when Philemon Wright applied to receive land next to the Chaudière Falls after finding that it was very fertile and that there were vast amounts of timber in the area. After swearing allegiance to the crown, he received the land and started the village of Wrightstown in modern-day Gatineau, also known as Hull. By 1806, Wright was in need of far greater revenue to support his settlement. To serve this need, he secured a contract to get staves to Quebec City by the end of July of that year. Five men in total, with Wright included, then proceeded to build the raft, and on June 11th, they left for their voyage down the Ottawa. This voyage was somewhat of a disaster, with the raft breaking a few times, the group getting stuck in rapids, and in the end being two months late to Quebec City. This led to him not being able to fulfill his contract, and made him have to wait several months to sell his staves. At the same time, Napoleon had just established his continental blockade on Britain, cutting off their primary source of lumber, the Baltic. Unbeknownst to Wright, he had just entrenched the basis for the Ottawa River timber trade and began a near-hundred-year legacy of the industry in the region. Just under three years later, the first settlement in modern-day Ottawa began just across the river. This was started by Jaheel Collins, who built a log cabin and store on the south shore of the river, and named the settlement Collins Landing. When Jaheel's daughter married Kayla Bellows, who was his assistant, the settlement was renamed to Bellows Landing. In August of 1818, a group of military veterans of the War of 1812 were building a road to Richmond in modern-day Ontario. They stopped in the settlement and renamed it once again. Now called Richmond Landing, the name would remain for eight years until 1826, when Bytown was founded. Bytown would be incorporated as a town come the 1st of January, 1850. In 1830, Jean-Baptiste Saint-Louis built Bytown's first sawmill. Many followed suit, and by 1845 there were three mills. By the start of the 1860s, that number had increased to 12. Around this period, the consumer of lumber from the area had shifted vastly from Britain to the United States, as the trade of lumber from the Baltic to Britain had resumed. Over time, Bytown gained a reputation of being quite rough and rowdy. To combat this, residents formed the Bytown Association for the Preservation of the Public Peace in 1835 which was made up of 200 volunteer constables. This was critically important and a response to the Shiners' War that occurred roughly between 1835 and 1845, 
when constant violent outbreaks between Irish and French lumbermen occurred. In 1855, Bytown was renamed Ottawa, and on New Year's Eve 1857, it was chosen by Queen Victoria to serve as a permanent capital of the United Province of Canada because of its location between Canada West and Canada East, or formerly Upper and Lower Canada. It is debated exactly how much of this decision was made by John A. Macdonald's cabinet versus that of the Queen and her representative in Canada, the Governor-General. After this point, the industry in Ottawa continued to modernize and provide lumber until around 1900, when both supply and demand had dried up. Over this period, log drivers and similar jobs were phased out, and the new modern steam tugs took over towing lumber down the river. Very little of the Ottawa logging industry remains to this day, but it is still present. One way that the industry still lives on is a company called Logs End, which makes hardwood floors out of 19th century timber pulled up from the bottom of the Ottawa River. Ottawa may no longer rely on the lumber industry to sustain its economy, but its story can be paralleled in many ways with the stories of other towns and cities founded for the purpose of logging, many still relying on it today. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and please consider subscribing. If you wish to contact me for any reason, please email natteringnaturalresources at gmail.com. Hope to see you next time.